Welcome to this week's virtual drasha, and of course, Afrei Lichen Chanukah. This week, we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Miketz. And in Parshas Miketz, we read the story of the meteoric rise of Yosef Atzadik. Literally, again, the Parsha begins with Yosef in the pit, in, in, the, in the belly of the dungeon, with no hope, no optimism, no aspirations, no light at the end of the tunnel. And so quickly, everything dramatically changes. Yosef interprets the dreams of Paro and is immediately catapulted into fame, fortune, into the viceroy, the second in command, the second most powerful and influential man in the civilized world. And of course, we know how the story unfolds. Yosef, by the time we get to the end of the parasha, the brothers and Yosef have been reunited, although the brothers don't yet know that the man they are speaking to is their long-lost brother Yosef. And Yosef, we see his internal struggles, we see the weeping, the crying, the sadness, but yet we feel the incredible sense of excitement and opportunity. The reunification is going to occur, the brothers are going to be sustained, and the family of Yaakov will be saved from the ravages of famine. But we'll save that more for next week. What I want to draw your attention to in this week's parsha is immediately after being, almost immediately after being catapulted to this newfound fame, Yosef marries. And he marries none other than the daughter of Potiphar, a young woman by the name of Asnas. And they have two children. And the Torah tells us, Vayikra Yosef Eshem HaBochar Menasha. This is Perak Mem Aleph, Pasuk Nun Aleph, chapter 41, verse 41. Yosef called his older son Menasha. Why? Literally translated, God allowed me to forget all of the suffering, the trials and tribulations of my life and of my father's home. Ves Shema Shemi, the second son he called, called him Ephraim. Why Ephraim? God allowed me, God has allowed me to be fruitful, to be successful in the land of my affliction, the land of my suffering. And the Sora point out something fascinating. So again, Menasha means Hashem has allowed me to forget all of my suffering. Ephraim, God has allowed me to be successful in the land of my affliction. And the Svarim point out that one would have thought the names would have been reversed. I would have thought as well that Yosef would have named his first son Ephraim. Ephraim representing the fact God has allowed me to be successful in the, in the land of my suffering. And then Menasha, God has allowed me to forget my suffering because again, Logic would dictate when would Yosef be able to overcome and quote-unquote forget his suffering after he's tasted life's success. In other words, I would assume the general progression would be Yosef has all of these scars. Yosef has all of these wounds. Yosef has all of this tragedy and difficulty and sadness inside of him and not even buried, not buried inside of him. I think it very much lives on the surface. So you would assume when would Yosef be able to overcome all of this sadness and all of this suffering, when the brachos of life overtake him like a blessing tidal wave, that's when I could forget. That's when I could move on. That's when I could compartmentalize and focus on all the beauty in life. But the bracha has to come before the forgetfulness. The hifrani, the fruitfulness, has to come before the nashani. The Ephraim, presumably, should come before the menasha. But yet, of course, that's not what Yosef HaTzadik does. And the Baal Shem Kaddish says something so amazing. And this theme is echoed in many of the writings of the Talmidi Habesh, the students of the Baal Shem Tev, which is Yosef HaTzadik understood that if you want to see blessing in life, you have to first learn how to let go. You have to first learn how to forget. You see, Yosef understood people often think 
first you find the blessing and then that'll heal all of the wounds. Then you could forget, then you could let go of the pain, the difficulty. No. You see, the secret to success in life is finding the ability to first let go, to identify the things that are holding me back and to say, you know what? I don't want to be shackled to these things anymore. I don't want to be shackled. Look at Yosef. Yosef was a young man. You know, there are so many kashas, so many difficulties in this story of Yosef, right? Remember again, over 20 years, Yosef is missing. Yosef never writes home. Yosef never goes ahead and hears from his parents. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, Zechotadik Livracha writes that in Yosef's mind, his narrative was that maybe his family didn't care. Why didn't father ever come to look for me? Why didn't my brothers ever come? Why didn't anyone ever try to seek me out? Yosef doesn't know. He doesn't know what's happening at home. See, you know, sometimes you don't know things. You create your own narratives. Yosef is filled with all of this pain. The pain of what my brothers did to me. But the pain of what did, did my father know? Did my father not know? My father sent me out to the field to be alone with brothers who were hostile to me. The moment they were alone with me is the moment that ultimately, again, they take advantage of me. Yosef has all of this pain. And he realizes, here's a choice I have to make. I could hold on to this pain. I could harbor this pain. I could nurture this pain, but it will hold me back. You see, when you hold on to negativity, it shackles you to your present mediocrity. Or I could find the courage to let go. I could find the courage to release it. It doesn't mean all is forgiven and forgotten. It just means I can't make this the centerpiece of my life. I can't make this the defining moment of my existence because if I do that, if I do that, then I'll be stuck here in this pit of pain forever. And even one day when I get out of prison, I'm still going to be stuck in my personal pit of pain. Yosef Atzadik realizes that if I want to grow in life, I must find the courage to let go of the pain that is holding me back. And only once I find the courage to let go of the pain that is holding me back, only once I find the courage to have menasha, kinashani, then kihifrani, then I could go on and be successful. The order of the names is the very recipe for Yosef's success. Identify the things that are holding you back. Find the courage to quote unquote forget them. I say quote unquote because Yosef didn't forget. Yosef didn't forget. Remember the Torah says the first moment he sees his brothers, Vayisko Yosef, he remembered. He didn't just remember his dreams, by the way. Torah says he remembered. He remembered his dreams. He remembered his brothers. He remembered being thrown into the pit. He never forgot. How can you ever forget that? But he chose to compartmentalize it. He chose to make it the non-dominant piece of his existence. And when you choose to let go of the things that are holding you back, then you could go on and be successful in life. And what an incredibly important lesson for us. Because we all have things that hold us back. For some of us, it's past trauma. For some of us, it's incredible pain. For some of us, it's failed relationships, toxic relationships. Some of us live with the pain of life mistakes. Mistakes I made that I can't believe I made and mistakes that forever changed the trajectory of my life and that changed the nature of my life relationships. Some of us live with the pain of missed opportunities. Right? I look back and I say, oh, I, I could have done this and I could have done that and I could have gone here and I could have gone there and oh, how different my life would have been if I only would have exhibited a bit more courage. 
a bit more courage, a bit more initiative. If only I had not been scared to take chances, imagine where I would be in life. So we all live with pain. We all have things. We all have things that keep us up at night. And if not literally, at least metaphorically. We all have those thoughts that swirl around our head and swirl around our soul that cause us so much pain. But the question is, what do you do with all that? So what do you do? So you're right. Maybe I made decisions that ultimately cost me relationships. And maybe I made decisions that closed doors. And maybe I made decisions that put up brick walls in front of my goals and initiatives. Maybe I did all those things. I often can't undo it. So what do I do with the pain? What do I do with the pain? And sometimes, you know, the pain are behaviors that I have. Things that are holding me back because I'm choosing not to change. I'm choosing to remain in place. I'm choosing to... to refuse to re- evolve. I'm choosing not to go ahead and move forward. What do you do with all that? Yosef teaches us, let it go. Let it go. Sometimes in order to be fruitful, sometimes in order to be successful in life, you have to let go of the things that are holding you back. And this kind of manifests in different ways. For pain that's rooted in things that I cannot change, I have to let it go. What's, what, what, what good does it do me to hold on to pain of decisions or relationships that I can't alter or impact anymore? Sometimes you literally have to let go of the pain. If it's sometimes the pain of animosity, Rabbi Tversky has a great line. Rabbi Dr. Abraham Tversky writes, he says, you know, bearing a grudge is like allowing someone to live in your head rent-free. So then you just have to let go. Not because what the person did is okay, and not even because I truly even fully forgive them, but because I'm not holding on to to anger against you anymore. Because if I hold on to anger against you, all it does, it's corrosive. It eats me up from the inside out. So I'm choosing to quote unquote forget. I'm choosing to let go. I'm choosing to move on. And if I'm held back in life because of decisions I make, actions I engage in, behaviors I participate in, then I have to choose to let those go as well. Because I could choose to hold on to my current behaviors if I want but they're going to hold me back or I can let it go and move forward. That's the Yosef choice. Ephraim comes after Menasha. People make the mistake of thinking that first you find success, then you can let go of your pain. When in fact, Yosef Asadi tells us it's just the opposite. First, you have to let go of your pain. First, you have to identify the things in life that are holding you back. And only once I find the courage, A, to identify, and B, to let go, only then, only then, can I go on to be successful in life. Let us hope that Amir Hashem, we too find the courage to be like Yosef Atzadik. As we still stand here, Amir Hashem, going into Shabbos in the afterglow of the menorah, hopefully that menorah that opened our eyes, opened our eyes to who we are, what we are, and perhaps what we are not yet. Let us find the courage to identify the things that we have to apply menasha to. Let us find the courage to identify the things we have to forget, have to let go of. And in that, may Emir Hashem Bizocha to have a Shabbos and to have a life filled with Ephraim. Ki Ephrani Elohim Be'eretz Ani. To be fruitful, to be successful, even with all of the adversity. Wishing everyone a good Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.